Welcome to Stay at Home, Mom, with your illustrious host, Leslie Goodgesell, mother to six beautiful daughters, wife to an amazingly hardworking and supportive husband, homeschooler, and homesteader in the making. Join me on this journey, this blessing of what motherhood looks like. stay-at-home mom listeners. I know it's been so long since I've been able to connect with you. I'm going to fill you in on a little bit of what's going on. I'm taking a mini break from my birthing people series, even though I have this episode I've been working on editing because I really want to get it out there. That episode is really special to me because it's a new friend and I really want to share her story. And I have a couple other moms that I haven't been able to connect with yet. So I wanted to update you on the happenings in the Goody household. So, as many of you know, we have been kicking it RV style now over three years. That's a long time for eight people to be in a tiny space. We purchased our property last summer, started farming. We took the scripture extremely literally in Proverbs 24, verse 27, that says, prepare your fields, then build your home. So we are taking that as literal as possible. Well, we're starting a whole new school year. We had our family union this summer. We have all of these fun and exciting things going on. And in the midst of it, I decided it was feeling incredibly cramped in our RV. So what did I do? I looked at my husband and I was like, can we please do something about this? Well, we have this tiny house on our property. We've been using it for storage. Some point, someone actually lived in it. Um, there was like a wood burning stove we could tell because there was a hole in the wall and there were burn marks on the floor because it has like a solid oak floor. It had the side door that was there, but like completely rotted away because it was an interior door, not actually an exterior door. There was like kitchen cabinets in the back. I don't know. It was a little wonky. Uh, no running water though. Though who knows? Anyway, we moved in and we just used it for storage because we had storage units that we needed to empty and we needed places to put it and we weren't going to be doing anything with the space right away. So I asked my husband and if you're following me on Instagram at all, you'll kind of see what we started with. Um, You'll see all of our belongings that were in this tiny house, like out in my yard. (laughs) James demolishing the interior. It was held together pretty well. We were actually pretty shocked. All we had to do is jack up the sides. And I mean, it's a pretty sturdy little building. We made sure it was properly insulated. We hung drywall, ran all new electrical, put windows in, trim. We're not quite finished yet. You know, things have been painted. Floors have been refinished. I still need base trim. We're putting a Murphy bed in. We're putting a wall length desk for my kids. And we're talking like uh, 20 foot of desk for all six kids um, with their own little cubbies and everything. So it's going to be my schoolroom slash office slash studio slash where we want to hang out sometimes because of course one of the first things James installed was a TV but we have our piano in here we have a mini fridge 
we have a little heater like we're all set like we've got a pretty good setup in here and you can probably hear a little bit of echo in my recording because i don't have everything in here yet and the space is very open it's not a massive space it's a 12 by 20 foot space which is about half of what my rv is but it's not consumed with like a kitchen and a living space and multiple bathrooms and bedrooms. So it's just one big open room. If you want to see the progress, jump over to my Instagram page and you will see all the different things that have been going on. There's a little bit of lag time in what I post because we do get busy and I do get caught up in things and I forget to be like, oh yeah, that's right. I need to post that because we actually moved pretty fast. We took like a solid week off from doing anything. And I still am not even caught up with my posts because my husband gets stuff done. Like he'll do two projects in a day. He'll hang drywall and then he'll finish the drywall all in a day. <laughs> Maybe two. So I'm, I'm kind of slowly posting things as I have time and I remember. But that's what's going on. It's super exciting. I've actually held back from doing any podcast recording until I had this space because we have been working from sunup to sundown and it makes it really difficult for me to find any time to actually do my podcast, which has been a huge bummer because I've really missed it. And there's so many things that I want to talk about and share with you. So many things going on in my life and in the world and things that, you know, the Lord's really speaking to my heart about and I want to share with people. So this is why we've had a little bit of a pause in our podcast posting. And I am, my goal is to not have any more breaks like this again, because now I have a space that I can just get away and I can come and I may still be interrupted by my kids, but at least I'm not in the RV in the middle of the chaos you know, one of the things that I really struggled with was being in the RV. I'm in my bedroom doing my recording and our washer and dryer are in there. And we have a little like portable AC unit in the summer. And when I turn that off, because it creates a lot of background noise, it makes it so hot, unbearably hot in that RV. I can't hardly sit in there to record. And every time I have to shut off my washer and dryer, that puts my laundry back so it gets to be difficult to, to have that space that was literally doing everything for us right now, plus do my recording. And I mean, I made it work for almost a solid year. I'm pretty proud of myself. I was doing pretty good, but we started our homeschool co-op and life just kind of got out of control this year. I'm doing a lot. I'm actually volunteering to teach three different classes. Two of them are similar. They're both elementary art classes for third and fourth grade. Thankfully, I'm teaching the same thing to both classes, but still it's two classes. And then I'm teaching a junior high culinary arts class, which has been super fun. The seventh and eighth graders that I work with are absolutely amazing. Their parents are doing a wonderful job raising them because they are all extremely respectful and kind and excited to learn and do new things. And I just, I absolutely love working with them. But because I'm teaching those three classes one day a week, that is a lot of prep time and getting things organized and figuring things out. And on top of that, I have other things going on with our co-op. Our kids are involved in clubs. You know, they have friends, they have birthdays, they have all these other things going on. So trying to manage and re rebalance everything and kind of 
find our groove again now that we're back into co-op and everything it's been a challenge for sure especially not having a place for us to spread out to actually do our own schoolwork. that's been a challenge it's been an overwhelming challenge and for multiple reasons but i mean space is probably the biggest one for me because i am <laughs> so orderly i like everything to be in its place i like everything to be really neat and tonight i actually came out to the tiny house and i didn't actually intend on recording anything i just i came out because i needed to do some work for the homeschool co-op of course because we have co-op tomorrow morning and i needed to make some signs we're doing a senior fundraiser for our seniors to be able to take a trip this year and my oldest is a senior this year so my heart's really in it <laughs> to make it a memorable year for these kids um, so I was making some signs for that. I had to print some things off because I moved all of my stuff out here. Everything that I could move out here over the weekend, I did. I'm so glad I did. I just, I really need to get a rug to kind of knock down the echo. And I need to get a much more comfortable office chair because I'm currently sitting in James's like camp chair. <laughs> and it's not super comfortable. So what else can I tell you? What else is new? My 14-year-old got a job. My 17-year-old got a job. I've been driving back and forth to drop kids off and pick kids up. That's been chaotic. We had a lot of things happening as far as James getting busy with work. He had multiple contracts get signed, which was a huge blessing and a massive answer to prayer. We have seen Yahweh provide in ways that, you know, we've prayed and believed he would. But in the midst of those really difficult times, you're like, oh, are we ever going to get out of this? I am blessed and humbled to say that he is bringing us to the other side of it. And it is a joy. It's an absolute joy to be able to journey this with our kids, you know, to show them what faith looks like in action and not just, oh, yeah, I have so much faith, like saying something and actually living it are two completely different things. And it impacts our lives and those around us so much to know that we are trusting our creator to take care of those things that, that we want to take care of on our own, but we may not have the means to do it. And he has all of the means. He created all of the things. All I need to do is trust that he is going to give me the things that I need when I need them. And I say that because I'm preaching to myself <laughs> daily because our house isn't finished. You know, we had friends as soon as we started working on our tiny schoolhouse, we had friends say, um, why are you not working on the big house? That is a valid question and because living in an RV has been difficult and my friends, my closest friends will tell you they, they know because they see it. <laughs> they see me exhausted and they see me frustrated because I just can never keep anything clean and orderly and it's very difficult. They legitimately asked, you know, why are you doing this? And I was like, I need to get out of this small space. And I'm teaching two high schoolers, two middle schoolers, and two elementary kids. The amount of books that I have to teach all of those with our schooling being heavy literature-based is very tight. <laughs> it's very difficult. I actually ran out of shelf space in the RV for all of the books. And I couldn't keep track of all of the things I didn't even have space to put my stuff is just piling up on this desk. Well, it's just getting piled with like files and books and 
lesson planners and all of the things that I needed that it was getting extremely difficult for me to even function in there because I had this massive printer and my computer and my microphone. All of the things were in there and it was just, it got to be too much. So being able to get those things out of there is going to make my life feel so much less cluttered and hopefully I'll be able to sleep better at night. And it'll give us a different atmosphere and something different to look at. I mean, doing life in an RV has its challenges, but doing life in an RV for three years, when you're schooling and you're in there all day, it makes it really difficult. And I know, I know, I know people are going to say, but you can go to school outside, which we totally could if we had tables and chairs and things to sit at outside. But that's not something that we currently have because that hasn't been on my list of priorities. We have tables and chairs and beds and things to sit on in the RV. So that's just what we've done. Also, if I take my kids outside to do school, which I've done, um, we have too many animals and they're very, very quickly distracted by the chickens and the guineas and the turkeys and the peacocks and the goats and the sheep and the dogs and they just want to play. Oh, and the bunnies. They're too distracting. They're too cute. So school has to be done inside. And if we can get outside, you know, right after lunch, like that's a perfect day. We needed this space and that's why we started on this space. In the middle of working on this space, our puppy Rain, who I think, I don't even remember if I talked about Rain um, after we lost Agnes at the end of last year. And we got another puppy, Rain, um, Tikba was her name. And... We absolutely loved her. She was a handful. She was getting into all of the things. She ate multiple chocolate bars and chocolate's supposed to be poisonous for dogs. <laughs> I don't. And she lived to tell about it. And then one week, uh, she somehow got over our fence and into the road and she was hit, which was a devastating thing. Um, my 14-year-old actually found her and that was even more devastating. So we lost our second puppy in less than a year. Not only that, then we had an issue with coyotes that took down one of our pregnant ewes. And like a couple days after that, I lost my buckling. So we had like this series of five solid days of loss. And it was so much and it was so heavy. I actually had a friend because I reached out to her and I was like, oh my gosh, you're not even going to believe this. And I, I told her what had happened. And and her response was, oh my goodness, I am so sorry. How can I love you through this? And I will tell you, those were the most humbling words. I don't think anybody has ever asked me that before. How can I love you through this? And I instantly started bawling. And my only response was, just pray for me. Pray that my heart doesn't get hardened. Pray that I don't lose sight of my goals and the, and the desires of my heart aren't relinquished to the pain and in the loss that we're experiencing right now. Because these are very trying times for our hearts, especially when it comes to farming. Farming's not easy. And I did look at James at one point was like, maybe I'm not cut out for farming. And he's like, why? Because you love your animals? I think that makes you a great farmer, <laughs> which he's probably right. I absolutely love farming. I dislike and loathe the side where animals get sick or animals get killed. And, you know, just in case you're wondering, we did take out a coyote the same night that our 
sheep was taken down. Not that there's not more because we still have predators. We have wild cats and, you know, wild dogs, coyotes, bears. <laughs> we have all kinds of predators that we need to constantly be on lookout for. But that part of it is that's the hardest part is the loss. And sometimes it's not even like the loss of animals, but it's the loss of produce. <laughs> I planted hundreds of dollars of seed potatoes this year and I got maybe like five potatoes out of it. But I planted somewhat small amount of uh, sweet potato slips and we got about 240 pounds of sweet potatoes. So, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still growing my understanding of this homesteading and it's so much fun. The journey has been amazing. It's so much fun. Those are the things that have been happening on our homestead and what's going on in our life. And I'm so sorry to leave you guys hanging for a while. It's not that I didn't want to get anything out there. It's Every time I went to edit this new episode that I recorded a month ago, something came up. It was, it literally has been one thing after another. And honestly, that's not stopping. I really didn't have time to do a recording today either, but because I came out here and I had the space now, I was like, well, I'm done printing my stuff and laminating my stuff and designing my posters and doing all the things. So I'm just going to sit here and record real quick because... I can. And nobody's going to come in and interrupt me. I don't have to worry about, you know, interrupting my husband's sleep or anything like that. I can actually just sit down and get my thoughts out. And I think this is going to be life-changing. Oh my goodness, you guys. I have a finished space. Well, near finished. It's going to be finished very soon. Tomorrow we're working on we're working on the kids' desks and stuff. But but those are the exciting things that have happened. Those are the sad things that have been happening in the last month. And there's some other things that I want to touch on in my next few episodes. I'm going to keep going with my birthing people. And my next interview is with this beautiful mama, Carissa. She is absolutely amazing. And I instantly connected with her. And I'm really excited about doing future episodes with her also, because I think you guys are going to absolutely love her. I adore her. I think she's amazing. But I also am going to touch on a few different things like homeschool, burnout, peacemakers versus peacekeepers and what the difference is scripturally and how it impacts our lives and those around us. I'm going to touch on some conflict resolution things. And this is something I've been ruminating on for a while. want to talk about assumptions, how assumptions really change how we view the people we love more than anything. So those are a few of the things that are going to be coming up. Just want to give you a heads up. Thank you so much for being here and listening faithfully every week. I appreciate it. And I am so thankful to be back with you. And I'm so thankful that you're here. Don't forget to check out our affiliate links below. Rejuva Minerals, which is the makeup line that me and my girls all use. One of the things that I like most about them is that they don't have a lot of titanium dioxide or iron oxide in their products, which is very important because we know that that causes cancer. I absolutely prefer them over any other company out there. I'm also now an affiliate with Not Consumed, which is a Christian Bible study company. They produce all different kinds of Bible studies for all different seasons of your life. I'm doing them with my girls. We're really enjoying them, and I really think that you will too. So you can check them out below. Click the link. There is a vast array of different topics that they have. Also, check out Instagram if you really want to see like the visual things that are happening on 
Goody Farms Homestead because that's where I post all of the things. I haven't been able to update my YouTube channel, which is totally fine. I'm giving myself the grace in the season that I'm in, but you can connect with me there. You can send me emails if you have ideas, topics, things that you want to discuss. Love that so much. I appreciate you. Remember to love on your family, build your home with your own two hands, and take hold of every moment you have and live it to its fullest. I will see you next time.